Angela Yee and Charlemagne the God. The, the Breakfast Club, bitches. The voice of the culture. People watch The Breakfast Club for like news and really be tuned in. It's one of my favorite shows to do. Just because y'all always keep it 100, y'all keep it real. They might not watch the news, but they're on Twitter. They're on Facebook. They're, you know, they're listening to The Breakfast, the Breakfast Club. Get your ass up. Yo 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 Good morning, Angela E. Good morning, DJ Envy. Charlamagne the God. Peace to the planet. It's Tuesday. Yes, it's Tuesday. What's happening? Good morning, good people. Yes, it was uh, beautiful here yesterday in the uh, tri-state area, New York, New Jersey, Connecticut. It was about 72 degrees. Yeah, but the kids OD when it's, it's, it's kind of nice outside. When it's fake nights outside, all of a sudden the kids want to go play outside and Absolutely. play on the trampoline. As they should. If you still got to put on a coat, it ain't that nice. Nah, they didn't have to put on a coat yesterday. It was nice yesterday. They don't like coats. I mean, I had them, on, I had them, put them made them put on light coats because it was like, you know, later on in the day and you okay. just... You just never know, you know? This this this, this tr- tricky weather that can get you sick. Yeah, you know what? I was confused, right? I was I was reading up on the coronavirus. I, like, oh, that's, that's, that's the only thing, right? And they're talking about canceling these events. You know, they canceled mm-hmm. the Irish Day Parade in Dublin. They canceled the one in Boston. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, they moved back uh, Coachella. But I was thinking to myself, they said there's a lot of people, but what about the subway? Millions of people ride the subway every day. Why don't y'all listen to y'all, Uncle Charlotte? When I talk, y'all act like I'm the freaking monkey. But they the said that they said that they've been trying to sanitize the subway. They can't sanitize the subway. Like, the why? mayor, the mayor here is saying that he's not going to call it a state of. Well, it is a state of emergency in New York, but he's not telling people to stay home well, the reason, yet. Well, the reason they do call it a state of emergency because they can get uh, access, aid and stuff faster. Open aid, yeah, right. they can but get it, access to money. When you tell people not to go to these large, large events, these large crowded events, I told y'all this last week. So what you going to do? Cancel New York? Yeah, it just sounds. Stupid. You're gonna cancel Chicago. Like you're not gonna go take the subway. You're, you're not gonna, gonna cancel take a, Atlanta. You're not gonna take a, a flight anywhere. Like you get the same amount of people at these airports. Everywhere. You get the same amount of people in, in the subway, in Times Square, in you know, on the buses on, every Stop. day. Twitter. All these. Yeah, you're well, they are Twitter. telling Instagram. They are telling people to. If you, I got three million followers. If you don't have to you go to work, they are telling you to you stay home. If you don't have to go to work, to work. Everybody from home. has to go to work. If you can work from home, some people are able to. That's the one percent. Not a lot of people. Yeah, oh, everybody got to go to work. I know it sounds. I know it seems like that because of what we do for a living. A lot of people do not get the luxury of working from home. They no. can't. Gotta go to work. I got a few people that are working from home. Yeah, a few because you, yeah. you you run in a different circle. But the majority of people that listen have to us to go to work. have to go to work. Yes, They're they up go to right work now, now ready mad. to go to work. What is, what is Angelie talking about? I wish I could work from home as they go get ready to you know. My mom actually works for New York City Transit. And I tried to get her to stay home and hang out with me yesterday, but she was like, no, it's such a, a crazy time here. I got to go to work. Yeah, we're supposed to stop our lives. That, like, they cancel certain events. I'm like, why? Why, why cancel these events? You still got to take the subway. You still got to catch a flight. By the way, you when still got to walk through Times Square. People the, still go to the gym. When you're at these large events, there's so many other airborne viruses that you can catch yeah. that aren't coronavirus. I mean, the flu is still a thing, people. The flu has killed, flu has killed way more people this year than coronavirus has. Correct. By the way. Correct. Like, they've locked down all of Italy. Yeah, I'm like, Ugh. all right. I'm well. not going to Italy. Yeah, I'm not, I'm, I'm not going to Italy. Can't take the subway to Italy. No, can't take the subway to Italy. Can't take the subway to Italy. All right, well, let's get the show cracking. Today, Pretty V will be joining my us. My gal, my young entrepreneur, Negro, Pretty V. Uh, Pretty V is a social media influencer mm-hmm. turned uh, entrepreneur. 
She's also on Wildin' Out, too. She's got music. Pretty V doing her thing. Pretty V is one of those those youngins to watch. Yes. Also, yeah. uh, Ari Melba will be joining us. Ari Melba from MSNBC. The Beat. The Beat with Ari. Yep. She'll be joining us this morning. He. Yes. Oh, he. I said he. My he. bad. I'm clearing my mic. As far as I know, Ari identifies as a man. <laughs> okay? Now, I, I, I appreciate the respect you showed this morning, Envy, but he identifies as Is a it man. That? Okay. All right. Okay? All right. I figured it out. All right. Well, let's get the show cracking. Front page news. What are we talking about? Uh, I mean, we'll give you some coronavirus updates. There's a lot going on. All right. We'll get into that next. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ MV. Angela Yee, Charlamagne the God. Yeah, we on here, man. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. What's happening? Let's get some front page news. Where we starting, Yee? Um, well, before we get into these coronavirus stories, let's talk about the Cowboys. They are reportedly resuming talks with Dak Prescott. They have offered a $105 million guaranteed contract, $33 million a season. Wow. I think, I think that's about right. Yeah, I think so, too. I, I think that's about right. I'd play football for that. I like Dak. I mean, I'm, you know, I'm a Dallas Cowboy fanatic, and I like Dak Prescott, but I think for what he's accomplished thus far, I think that's about right. Yeah. All I, right. I'll play for that. Um, no one wants you. <laughs> All right, Washington, D.C., they have gotten their first confirmed case of coronavirus. And that is a D.C. church rector who gave communion and shook hands with worshipers. He does have coronavirus. And the church's organ player also tested positive for the virus Monday evening. Is it true he was given communion? Yeah, I just said that he gave communion. <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah, so. I could have swore you said, just said that. I didn't hear it. I didn't hear it. <laughs> All right, now some uh, 550 people attended the four services in which he took part and gave communion at one of them. So he's been a pensioner at the church for 25 years. All right, also, let's talk about the head of the Port Authority in New York, Rick Cotton. He has coronavirus. He's been visiting local airports. Rona's a bad bitch, boy. Rona is a hoe, too. She is just out here giving that thing away. So how do do you get it? On the train system that he cleans every other day that they think is so safe and sanitary? Well, they said he may... Well, Port Authority, I don't think that's the the New York City subway. But they said he may have contacted the potentially deadly bug... Uh, they didn't say how he might have contracted it, but he's been at airports. So they said, obviously, he's been coming into contact with people at the airports that might have that virus. So what you canceling all these, lo- these, That's what I'm these, saying. these large events for when people have to meet people? Every day is a crowd. We live in New York City. If you live in New York, Houston, Atlanta, the Chicago, Chicago, Detroit, LA, LA, any of these big cities where you meet masses, mass groups of people every day, you're going to run into people, man. Down. Come on, man. All right, in Seattle, the hospital is offering a drive-through coronavirus testing. So you can just go through your open window and uh, submit nostril swabs for samples. And then they put them in plastic tubes and then they send it to a lab. That's sanitary. You know what I mean? Yeah, you get. (laughs) Stephen said, do you get fries with that? Good one, Steve. Well, you put it in a seal, you seal it, and it's in a plastic tube. So. That's how they find out. Now, (laughs) coronavirus has also forced a plane to land in Colorado. There was a commercial flight from Colorado to Newark, New Jersey, and it made an unscheduled stop in Denver. Several passengers got disruptive because they were seated next to someone who they thought was sick. So so anybody coughing now, hey, he got corona, bring the plane down. That's what they're doing? Mm Mm-hmm. I, I heard they put an Asian woman in a headlock on one plane. Did they? She, she sneezed or, or coughed on purpose. 
Something happened, and they put her in a headlock. I read that story. Would you put yesterday. somebody in a headlock that you thought had coronavirus? No, I'm not Me touching either. them. <laughs> Me Why would I touch them? Like, yeah. Oh, you coughing? Okay, I'll, I'll go to the other side of the plane. So as far as where coronavirus is right now, there's now 717 cases in the United States. Worldwide, the death toll has passed 4,000 people. That's just the death toll. In New York, there's 142 cases. New Jersey, 11 cases. Uh, some of the highest cases, California, 105 cases. In Washington State, there's 180 cases and 22 deaths. This is so confusing because I really, I just want to, is Rona really a bad bitch or is this catfish? Like, I don't know if Rona is as bad as y'all making her out to be. Is this the filters on Instagram? Well, we have uh, audio of uh, the gentleman that has it in New Jersey. Okay. People have to take coronavirus seriously. It's very contagious. This virus is everything. Make you diarrhea, watery eyes, and a long cough, shortness grass, chest pain, you name it, high fever. <laughs> Every day, he is getting worse. His phone sounded like he got coronavirus. I could barely hear what he had to say. Well, that, that gentleman, uh, he said that he is uh, not old. He said he was in good shape. Okay, no previous medical conditions? That, that's what he said. So basically, he's telling us that Rona is as thick as she appears. It's not just the angles uh, <laughs> that she's taking with her camera. I guess so. I don't want to meet her to find out. But, but you people know. are dying. So Older are, people, though. It's very important well, to note not, that. Not only older people, yes, as you is. can see from him, he's, he's very, very sick. It's not yes, only not older dying, people. No. They said there's a more serious risk if you're older. Yes. But it's not the only people. Yeah, I was reading yesterday. They said 90. 98% of older people, they said it's the angel of death for people over, what, 60, 50, 60? I think it was like 60 years 60, old. Yeah. They said, yeah. I think the, the percentage of people that died were over 60. They said, uh, I think it was like 10, 5% of the people was in the age of 16 and 40, and it was zero cases of death uh, under 10 or something like and that. And I saw a 90-something-year-old woman survive it. Listen, if it was fatal, if people was, like, dropping dead as soon as they get it, then I would understand, like, the mass hysteria. But we got to continue life, though. We, we got to continue we life. There's no, choice. No, there's no way to stop well, everything. Well, we're here at work. So we are continuing life. We got no choice. <laughs> we got to work. We do have a choice now. We really don't. I mean, we could. You could stay home. You set up the ISDN line in your house, but, yeah. All right, well, that is the your front page news. The person that come over to the lineup might have a coronavirus. <laughs> <laughs> you just don't know. My goodness. All right, get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, hit us up now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. This is your time to get it off your chest, whether you're mad or blessed. So you better have the same energy. We want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. Hello, who's this? Yeah, good morning. Hey, get hey, it off Tierra. your chest. Are you corona free? You free of Rona? I, <laughs> I am free of corona. Okay. How are you doing? I'm, I'm, I'm corona free as far as I know. <laughs> uh, so I'm going to get it off my chest. I am calling because I'm kind of upset that you guys have it picked. Uh, when God closed his eyes on the woman, it's my uh, true story about me um, going through Katrina <clears throat> at 15. Um, and I wanted to see if you guys were interested. I sent Angela Yee a copy of my book in the mail. It was in a big yellow envelope, so you couldn't miss it. What's the name of the book? You broke up a little. It's um, When God Closes Eyes on New Orleans. Okay, yes, I have the book. Okay, all right. And if you want to follow me on Instagram, um, it's at True Story of Tierra, and it's T-Y-I-E-R-R-A. Now, Tierra, I'm not going to lie. That's a very hard title. The God mm -hmm. Closed His Eyes on New Orleans. You feel that way? Yeah, I actually have that book. 
Well, what I, I used to feel that way. Okay. I mean, I was 15. I grew up in a house with no water, no power, no anything. And then here comes Katrina wiping out the rest of my life, and I had nothing. So at 15, I felt lost. I felt scared. But the story isn't just about that. It's how I how I went from having literally nothing to making six figures. Okay. And when I say I grew up from drinking water out of a water hose and stealing it from the neighbor to where I am now, you would be amazed. Okay. Congratulations. Well, I'm ha- well, let me make sure I I'm read the intrigued. book. And the book looks good. It's well done. So let me make sure I have an opportunity to read that this weekend. And I'm happy for you. And I just want you to know that if you grew up drinking water out of the water hose, as I did, uh, coronavirus can't do nothing to you. Your immune system is stronger than you even know. Don't listen to him. Hello, who's this? Hey, yo, it's Negrito Papi. Yo, what's good? Negrito Papi, what's up? Get it off your chest. Hey, man, I just came to spread some positivity. I'm from San Antonio, Texas. Hey, man. Hey, DJ. Envy, I was going to ask you. <laughs> you you mess with Screw? DJ Screw? Yeah, man. Yeah? All right. Already, already. They're making a movie about yeah, Screw, right? They're making a movie about him, yep. Yeah, yeah, that's why, man. Look, I make music, but I'm trying to find some engineers, somebody who make a DJ Screw-type beat. And you mean like a chopped and screwed beat? Yeah, something like that. You know, I, man, a lot of people don't know about it, and I'm just... Man, I'm excited. You from, you, you from Houston and don't know how to make a chopped and chopped and screw. He's from San Antonio. Oh, San Antonio. Uh, I'm, I'm, I make I make music. I'm not. I don't. I don't. I don't mess with the beats. Yeah, nah, oh, DJ Screw's definitely a legend. I mean, in, in New York, I didn't really learn about him until after he passed, but definitely a legend with his tapes and things, though. It sounds like you need to take Already. your ass to Houston, sir. Already, man. But hey, man, if y'all got some beats, man, send it to my IG is Negrito Poppy, man. Send it, send it there, man. Please. Why the hell would we have beats? Are you talking about anybody listening? Not just oh. you. Oh, no, I'm not listening, so man, chill out. Okay, <laughs> All right, thank you, brother. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, hit us up now. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Wake up! Wake up! Wake your ass. This is your time to get it off your chest. Whether you're mad or blessed, we want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. Hey, China, what's up? Get it off your chest. Hi, DJ MD. I'm calling to return your call. It was like two weeks ago when I was telling you about me surprising my husband, my man, um, with a threesome. Oh, yeah, that's right. So you surprised happened? your man with a threesome. I would How, never have go? threesome with a woman named China at this moment well, in time. What happened was, like, well, about mm-hmm. two or three days after that, my man had um, took me out to dinner to Crab Shanty, and he wound up proposing to me. So at that time, I thought that was a good time to do it. So when he went to the bathroom, I called the girl that I wanted to do it with, and that's how I set up everything. And then we had went up to AC, and we enjoyed ourselves out there. Nice. Did so he also, so he enjoyed well. it? Came out good? Yeah, it came out well. But my question for me to you all is, Getting married, right? When you sign, um, do you do you have to be considered legally married? If you ha- you have, do you have to sign, you know, papers to be considered legally married, or can you just have like an engagement, you know, party and just take it from there? I know you ain't asking that question. What? You got to sign papers. I know, I know you're not asking it's that a question. Legal document. I'm asking that question because you know I'm young. I'm 33 years old. Yes, it's called a marriage certificate, and 33 is not young. You got to All right, sign, you damn you near 40. You, you have seven to, years to 40, woman. You have What's to, wrong you with you? Marriage is a contract. You have, you to, have to sign, sign a legal the contract. Document, <laughs> Talk about you, young. Are you still holding on to that? You really think you're young? I'm gonna tell you something else. You better stop having threesomes during this coronavirus outbreak. You gonna get something in your ass now? Yeah, you're right. You're right. None in my ass. Ain't none in my ass. Okay. 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 No better than that. All right, China. Goodness gracious. Hello, who's this? 
Good morning, get it off your chest. Yes, I want to say, yo, listen, you got strippers still working. There's a bunch of people that still go to the strip club about this corona. Uh, uh, you got prostitutes still on the corner working, you know what I'm saying? And none of them caught the coronavirus. How you so know? They probably. I don't know why they shut down, don't know why they shut down the, uh, all of this, uh, these events and stuff. You still got strippers working. You still got everybody working. You said so that already, sir. Oh, uh, where you work at, sir? Huh? I'm an entrepreneur. <laughs> okay. That means he's a drug dealer. That means he's a hustler. All right, I'm not a you. drug dealer. I'm not a drug dealer. I get big money, big time money. You said you get dick in what? Big time, big money. time money. Oh, 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 oh. All right. Well, have a good one, bro. Hello, who's this? Hey, J. Lou. Hey, what's up, bro? Get it off your chest. Hey, man. I just want to, um, first of all, say good morning, everybody. Uh, DJ Envy. Good morning. Hey, man. Peace. Um, and I, I, I need some prayers and uh, good luck because I'm trying to make it a bad Friday. Oh, you trying to for making it a band? Can we hear something? Yeah, man. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Um, <clears throat> I do like this. Um, okay. Uh, let me see. What can I say here? Oh. <laughs> let me take you down. I really want to take you down. Show you what I'm about. Can I take you now? Your body, body up. Body, body up and down. Like you don't sound bad. I'm going to yeah. tell you something, man. Um, it's, It might be a guy named Joe Ed at one of these auditions. Sing that song to him, but give him like a little lap dance when you're doing it. Like walk up to him, <laughs> pelvic thrust in his face. I'm serious. His name is Joe Ed. Well, we wish you the best of luck, though. You can actually sing, so that's dope. Trust love, me. Bro. He'll yeah, like that. He'll like that. That's like That'll help you sway one of the judges. His name is Joe Ed. Walk up on him, goodness put goodness. your pelvic in his face, and sing I Want to Take You Down. He'll like that. My goodness. Get it off your chest, 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, you can hit us up. Now, you, we got rooms on the way? Yes. Now, imagine you go to sit down in your seat at an event, and Mike Tyson is sitting there. We'll tell you what rapper that happened to. What would you do? Mm-mm-mm. All right, we'll get into that next. Keep it locked. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Watch the swerve and that whip had a cop in it. My bitch got good fly her across the country. I finished the show and I hop in it. I got me a milli. I did it legitly. I'm still with the shits. I'm a hot. Oh, you asking for pictures? Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Let's get in some front page news. Where we start with Yee? Uh, let's talk about Coachella and Stage Coast. They are in talks to move to October due to coronavirus. So if you have tickets to Coachella, I know the first weekend sold out pretty quickly. Just know that that might be actually moving, and they're trying to figure that out right now. They're going to know within the next day or so. How do they do that? Like, you know, I I bought my plane ticket. I paid for my hotel. I got my ticket for Coachella, and then you just move it? Yep. I'm asked I wonder how the airlines are handling this. I did get an email from Delta. Did they send you an email, too, just about, uh, you know, flight service and how they're trying to accommodate people and Mm -hmm. all of that? So I don't know how they're accommodating people. Also, if you feel like, I don't want to fly right now, are you going to be able to and then if I take a vacation, But if I took a vacation to go to Coachella? You know, I got I to gotta change that and try to take another time. And then, I, I think people also know it's extenuating circumstances. Well, my, my, the way my account's set up, I ain't got that much money. I like, yeah, but I'm, I think a lot of the airlines might waive fees if you want to change your flight. I hope so, so. Yeah, I know Delta said that they are willing to work with people right now mm-hmm. on a case-by-case individual basis. Why not just let everybody go there and stick and call it Coachella? 
That would be dope. Get uh, uh, Robitussin to be a sponsor. Oh my goodness. Mucinex. I don't. I don't really think by pushing it back is going to do much of a difference. Like, like. Well, they want to try to get everything under control by then. Get uh, get it under control. They just want people to take it seriously and act like it's not not act like it's not that big of a deal. I guess. You know, in New York, there's a lot of hand sanitizer issues. There's a shortage. And right now, what uh, they're doing in New York is they're letting prisoners actually make hand sanitizer. So we have our own uh, hand sanitizers here. What's the difference between Coachella and riding the subway? The same amount of people all day long. You get the same exposure. The only thing is there's no performances unless you, you know. Oh, oh yeah, there's some performances on the train. definitely performances on the subway. Once again. Everybody that listens to us in a major city has to be in contact with a large group of people every day. Come on. All right, now let's move on and talk about other things. Like Bernie Sanders had a a town hall with Fox yesterday, and one of the things that he did was respond to what Hillary had to say about him in the Hulu documentary. Unlike Secretary Clinton, I don't want to relive 2016. We're in 2020. (laughs) But what I would say... On a good day, my wife likes me. (laughs) But also, if you guys look at some of the polling that they do for United States senators, you know, they do polls how popular you are. In most cases, I turn out to be the most popular United States senator in the whole country. That was Hillary Clinton before that had said that nobody likes him and that he didn't work until he was 41. So that's his response. I enjoyed Hillary's documentary. And I mean, truth be told, uh, Bernie can talk about all those polls, but they're not translating into votes as of right now. All right. Now let's move on and talk about uh, what Bernie Sanders had to say about potentially uh, closing the borders. You know, we're in a crisis right now with coronavirus, right? Here's what he said. If you had to, would you close down the borders? No. What you don't want to do right now, we have a president who has uh, propagated uh, xenophobic uh, anti-immigrant sentiment from before he was elected. What we need to do is have the scientists take a hard look at what we need to do. There are communities where the virus is spreading. What does that mean? It may mean self-quarantining. It may be not having public assemblies. See, I'm telling you, Donald Trump is going to find a way to blame this on Mexico. That's why it's called the coronavirus. Where's the coronavirus made? (laughs) Mexico, y'all better stay woke now. All right, now, Joe Biden, in the meantime, had his own uh, sit-down, and his was pre-taped with MSNBC, and a lot of people had issues with that. They were saying that why is it okay that Bernie Sanders does something live and then uh, <laughs> Joe Biden has to do something that's pre-taped. He won't do something live. Well, Joe Biden uh, weighed in on Donald Trump and coronavirus crisis. This gets down to competence and capability. Unfortunately, the president has uh, very little, no competence in how to handle this crisis. Not that there's any clear answer that you're going to make this all go away. But the idea that he shows up at the CDC and says that... Uh, Everything's just perfect. People just wonder what's going on. Or he's down there golfing today. I mean, there's no sense of urgency. The American people, I think, want to know that their that, that their president is on top of this, understands it, and that is being guided by science. Uh, yeah, good luck with that. Mm. All right. In addition to that, Joe Biden talks about what he would look for in a vice presidential candidate. I think there are a number of incredibly competent women capable of being president that have run and haven't even run yet. And so for me, I think the most important thing in choosing the vice, excuse me, in choosing the vice president is whether or not the person is simpatico with me in terms of where I want to take the country. It's really important that the next president is able to do what Barack was able to do with me. 
turn and hand over 10, 20 percent of the portfolio and say, you do it as if you're a president. Because there's so much that lands on the president's desk that he can't or she can't do it all by themselves. That corona kicking Joe Biden's ass. Listen, any of these old white men, whether it would be Bernie or uh, Joe Biden, they'd be tone deaf to not have a woman running mate. Joe Biden needs a black woman in particular. I think uh, Senator Kamala Harris or Stacey Abrams. That and the economic black agenda is what will inspire me to vote for Joe Biden if he becomes a Democratic nominee. Has he ever did an interview and not mentioned Barack's name? I, I don't think it's possible. Mm-hmm. Salute to Simone Sanders, too. Simone, actually, um, she reached out to me last week to get Joe Biden on the Breakfast Club. I didn't, re- I didn't realize it was her reaching out to me because she was texting me. I thought it was somebody else on their team who'd be capping, but it was Simone. So Simone says uh, he's, Joe Biden's coming on Breakfast Club. I believe her. So, salute to Simone Sanders. That's Joe Biden's senior advisor and head of security. <laughs> You're not head of security, you ass. She's definitely head of security. She did throw the girl, the lady off she's stage, but she's not security, She body slammed the anti-dairy protesters, <laughs> dropping the clues bombs for some more. She's not security. Senior advisor and head of security. Stop it. All right, well, that is your front page news. <laughs> you ass, man. All right, thank you, Miss E. Now, when we come back, Pretty V will be joining us. We'll kick it with Pretty V when we come back. So don't move. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Everybody, it's DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. We got a special guest in the building. This young entrepreneur grow. She making some money out there. Money, <laughs> money, money. What they do? Pretty V. Welcome back. Right. You okay. said you said you had a big announcement coming in a few months, and it came. Yes. What is it? City Trends. Okay. Um, your girl has her own product line, mm-hmm. electronics and beauty, in 570 plus stores. Woo! And when I tell you God is good, He's good. I'm mad at yeah, you because you don't have none of the products with you. Because if Ray, when Ray J come, Ray J got all his. <laughs> I was my manager just said she was like you bring no products. No, I'm gonna get some addresses and PO box to send out. Like, no, you supposed to have them now for the camera sold, view. It's sold out. Oh, let's okay. be clear, it's okay. not available. Okay. Let's be clear, it is sold out. You don't have it your personal sold- ones with you. Your personal headphones. No, no, my personal is my personal. So I want to see them. We want to see them. She's wearing one. Can we see them in person? Let's see. She's wearing one. Come on, let's put them on camera. Let's put let's put them on camera. There you go. Little product placement. Little product vibe. There we go. Put them right there. Let one, two. Okay. Let me smell them. <laughs> you want to smell them, yeah? They're wireless. Okay. The whole vibe. And they're wireless. Pretty bees, and they're wireless. Wireless. And we have them in pink. We have them in blue. We have them, have them in, like, lime. We have the ox pods. We have the ear pods. Like, we have a whole so bunch of... So you could be really fine and match your headphones with your outfit. Exactly. Right. Mm-hmm. And then we also have the beauty line coming, so... What's the beauty line? The beauty line is the... We have brushes, we have eye masks, we have um, the shower speakers. You know, you know I be doing skits in the bathroom, mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. I definitely wanted to, you know, bring my vibe to everybody else to know, like, look, y'all can turn up to in the shower. So I have the shower speakers, I have the makeup brushes, I have the blending brushes, I have the... To take your makeup off, the little spongy, mm-hmm. the machine thing, and everything is... Everything you ain't got to charge up. So right. You know how they think city trends... You hood with it, ain't hood with it. We got you. We got the wireless, you know. So we have those things, and then we also have the lashes. So mm-hmm. I have a lot for the ladies. Okay. Congratulations. Is it all new for um, City Trends to do like electronics and because I know them they, for clothing, but they have electronics as well. And Omar, um, who plays Ghost, he has his own fitness mm-hmm. line as well. So I, right now it's just me and him and somebody else, another. Um, big brand in there as well. Okay. So, yeah, it's not new for them at all. It's new for me. So, 
throw my name on it, but make sure it makes sense. And that's what we did. <laughs> that's what we did. We got all my robes in their necks and my bonnets in there. So right now it's a blessing. 570 stores. Atlanta is sold out. Text me sales is good. So hey. Can they get stuff online now? Can they go to city? That's what we're trying to get right okay. now because a lot of people, um, my Canada fans, my Jamaican fans, like, yo, you don't have it online yet. And I'm mm-hmm. like, you know, I'm trying to get that done soon. So I'm sure so. the cast of Wild and I has been supporting Heavy too. Yes, but Nick got his own stuff. Nick ain't about to play with oh, me. Nick okay. got his <laughs> incredible. <laughs> Nick see me on tour. He's like, well, congratulations on a uh, brand to see you. And I'm like, oh, thank you. And then the, his friend was like, so how are you going to promote us? And then you got your own. I said, I can't promote y'all. Well, he wants so. you to, you don't, you don't got to promote his product, no, though. No, I'm just saying, but yeah. he, he, he gives me his headphones, but, you know, she was just saying, she's like, we didn't, she didn't know that I was coming up with my own. Got right? you. So, yeah, I have this my room own. for everybody to make money. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And this is new, like I new for myself, new for my team, and City Trends is happy, so we're just trying to add more to um, in stores. And the reason why I even picked headphones because I started out in radio, mm-hmm. and I wear I lose headphones okay all the time, and I was like, you know, I need to have my own, you know. Mm-hmm. And I have my my wireless headphones; it's just in my bag. But of course, that's my walking promo right now. My manager, so she has them on, just letting people know. Well, hey, the hot pink one went crazy. She walked in uh, um, the hotel when we was in Atlanta, and they was like, oh my God, we love your headphones. And we letting them know it's in City Trends, you know? Mm-hmm. Everything I try to do with my brand, I just try to be organic with it. Like, I'm not trying to step on nobody's toes. I just want, I'm in my own lane of things. What's and the I, price I, point? A girl, them, it's $14.99. Oh, okay. Okay. No, Come on, Charlotte. Hey, <laughs> no, it's it's not. $14.99. We got the shower speaker for $3.99. You Damn. know, we got, yes, it's, it's yeah, and then we have the eye mask. Like, it's, it's everything is affordable, mm-hmm. and that's the that's good thing great. about it. I want you to get back in the radio. I told you that before. Duvall keeps telling me about yes. that. Every minute I see him, he's like, Charlotte wants you to get, but I want you to be. Yeah, like, I want what? you to get in the radio. I mean, uh, some type of audio. Radio, right. podcast, something. Yeah. There should be something where people can go ahead and be every few days. Mm-hmm. Right. The last time you, you don't were think here. So? Yeah, I mean. I think so. Yeah. What is this? No, because the lines. I have lines. Oh, yeah, from mask. feedback. Because all you. this virus and stuff. No, I had the mask. <laughs> oh, you had a mask on. I was I wondering. Had, I was like, was she laying yeah, down? Yeah, no, it I was the, the mask. too. I thought maybe it was laying down, you know. Like, yeah, you know, and I know. Thought, no, it's from the mask. I was in the back seat of the car and I was coming in. You know, so yeah, yeah, I thought you were asleep too. I thought, damn, he just woke up. Girl, let me tell you something about me. It let, like, I've been here, Raleigh here, this, Charlotte here, and then we're on tour. Mm. So the Wildin' Out, like, it's back-to-back, and then we have two days off. I didn't take advantage of laying down because I still wanted uh, promoting this, my product and stuff. Mm. So I left my mask on because I don't know what's going on in New York. I heard y'all had an emergency call. Yeah, we state did. of emergency. We're in a state yeah. of emergency, Yeah, yes. so I was like, let me keep my stuff on while I sleep. So I kept it on. That's why I got these lines right now. Last time you were here, you know, uh, Charlemagne found out about the turd. Come on, are you gonna bring out a doodle? I just, I'm just going. Why do you like that? I just, I just, you brought up the doodle on the ground. That was so long ago. I know. The people was really under your post, really going. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if you don't, you, you don't I, I, I already know it was on girls' trip. I was thinking sanitary wipes, like the doodle sanitary wipes. You right. can, you make a lot of money. Don't you bigger than doodle V? Wow. <laughs> First of all, I have a lot of wipes in my bag. You know, Lysol wipes and baby wipes. You know, so. You need to Again. go in on him like you went in on girls. That's what I'm saying. I'm not going to go in on you, on but the at the end of the day, when I doodled, and that doodle <laughs> dropped out, it was not supposed to be that. So at the end of the day, we're right. not going to do that today. And that was the kind of one you don't really need a wipe for, because it was like a hard... Right. You know, it was a hard thing. And I, I said Girl, to DC Young always guy, wipe your ass. <laughs> what are you talking about? Don't let her put, take you down that road, B. <laughs> <laughs> you don't need to wipe her. You agree with her. You agree with her. But no, seriously, you know, I started off with City Trends just being a brand ambassador, just shining out with their clothes. And-
and stuff. And then for me to be around a round table, I felt like I was of a whole boss, which I you am. And I'm, yeah, yeah, which no, I I'm am. Happy for you. I'm, I'm, thank you so much. Great. They must love you as a brand ambassador because the videos that you were doing, because mm -hmm. they go so viral and to see the amount of right. views they get. I'm sure, like, seeing you on top of the car... And, girl, and skin out, jeans. girl, yes. Made people want to go out and buy those jeans immediately. Exactly. And it again, the, the, when I shot them out, they always go and the following was really low. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, again, like, um, you right. know, support, 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 city trans support. And then now that I have my brand, people are coming. We had over 500 kids lined up back to school. That's so dope. I know this was going to work. You and need a logo, good. though. You need a logo on there. Maybe a, yeah. maybe a sh emoji or a V. Yo, Shawna, you can't be I'm sorry, up on I know, me I didn't mean to say that. But you need a logo. You need a logo. <laughs> 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 Where's the last one? What? What, color, what, color, what colors are they coming? They come in hot pink. She white, said this. Lime, um, like a blue lime color. Mm -hmm. And um, that's it right now. And then I have like metallic silver. I have metallic gold AirPods. Um, you should do a doodle brown color. Oh my God. If I'm right, right I'm right. Alone, stop. I'm just kidding, Brian. Y'all dragging it now. I'm just kidding, Brian. Don't do that. Doodle brown. Just kidding. Just kidding. Well, I need to call Luke and ask Uncle Luke, can I? Can you? <laughs> and B, I gotta tell you, I don't don't let these guys do that because they have both sharded on themselves. So they have That's some nerve. They got something going on up here, acting like they too good when they both shit in their pants. Be shit in the passing gas, and you I know. I don't fart in my clothes. But he was sharding them. <laughs> I don't fart in my clothes. I didn't fart in your clothes, Charlotte. I, I sharded up here one time. <laughs> Happened to the best of us. All right, we got more with Pretty V. When we come back, don't move. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. We're still kicking it with Pretty V. Charlamagne? Now, you got a new song out, right, V? Booty squeeze, bend your knees. Booty squeeze, bend your knees. Oh, my God. And the other one, and the other one. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then the, um, it's a move your body. Now bend your knees. Now booty squeeze, ho. Now ho cheese, click, click. So, like, that's what. <laughs> <laughs> so, it's going to be so Show us, show us. Gonna, I got something oh, to say. Oh, it's a dance, too? So, y'all go like. Move your body, what? Now bend your knees. Hey. Now move your knees. Hey. Now cheese. Hey. Like, <laughs> it's so funny. It's, it's TikTok. I know it's going to go crazy on TikTok it once is. I put it out. We need to play it right now. I know, but it's... We could clean it up. We could clean it up. We'll clean it up. Okay, yeah, yeah. So I'm going to clean it up. Question. When you did the video uh, <laughs> announcing the, um, the the line in City Trends, why did you choose to go barefaced? Why was that important? Um, you know, because that, I mean, I think that's me all day, every day. I mean, I, I, I'm glammed up when I have to, like, do certain things. And, I mean, today, I, this is last night's makeup. No mm -hmm. shade, don't call me um, dirty. But I did take a shower. <laughs> um, But I just left this on because I was like, I have to come straight here. Early and we already know you in your mind, like, this old doodle in and she can't wash her face. But, no, <laughs> for me, like, I just left it on because I was like, all right, usually I will come in with my glasses on and you'll see, you know, my little blemishes. But this is just me. I, I, I don't I, makeup makeup is my thing, but it's not my thing because I'm my skin is so sensitive. So mm -hmm. I use vegan products on my face. Right. Um. So I just wanted them to come bring them in my world. Like this is me. This is your girl, pretty V. But you know, there's another side of mm -hmm. me that could be shown, and I did that, and I always do that through my videos as well. So when girls come up to me, even on a regular day, I don't got no makeup on. So. What made you What made you think about doing this? Everything you're partnering up with them because most people are taking endorsement fee and just be happy with it, right. be fine with it. But you took it a step a step that could have it could have been nasty. Nobody could have bought it, but the fact right. that you did and took a chance on yourself. What made you do that? Um, because I was already working with City Trends, and the relationship that we already have was organic. Um, and I see my numbers with them every time I do something, or if it's a it's a campaign we're doing. Mm -hmm. 
my numbers is always good with them. They're always reaching out to my manager, like, she did good, we did, we should work, continue to work. And I'm like, we should, but let's do something bigger. Like, so we came up with the idea, me and my manager sat down, and they sat down, and it was like, we should just put your brand in the stores. You have the pink robe, you have a bonnet. You know, again, it was too late to put all that in, since we already, I already had a list of products that I wanted to put in the stores, the beauty and electronics line. But it, I just, the relationship was so organic, mm -hmm. and I already knew I could, not say I already knew I could get in with them, but it was just already there in front of my face. Right. Just like Cardi had Fashion Nova. You know, she was already wearing their jeans. It made mm -hmm. sense. I was already a brand ambassador for City Trends. I was promoting their clothes, promote, doing campaigns for them, doing back-to-school um, events for them. So I'm like, look, we're doing this for you. We already going in. Your numbers is growing. You know, it's for the culture. It, this is not like something I walked past as a kid. I went in City Trends. You, I could wear expensive stuff. I could go in and buy what I want from Saks. But, hell, I could go in City Trends and buy me some jeans and throw my Reeboks on. I love the on. fact that it's affordable. It's you know affordable. I mean? it's, it, and it's fly. You know, some people, it's sometimes fly. they think when, when it's affordable, it's whack or it looks disgusting. But those are fly, man. And right. I'm glad you're doing and it. And the guys, like, you had Chico being, you know, promoting them at one time. And he was fly in his clothes. Can see everybody. So it's just like looking at, like, you could do this. It don't You don't have to just wear... Uh, a Rockwood t-shirt and say, oh, that's corny. You can mix it up your own stuff. There's a lot of things that you could dig down in that store and find. And I didn't, I didn't dig down and find some things. So. What, is, what does Pretty V want the Pretty V brand to be? <sighs> Thanks for asking that question, Charla. Mm -hmm. um, <laughs> for me, when I see Pretty V brand, I just, again, I go back to, to being original and being raw and uncut. Like, I want people to know Pretty V as she's, she's not only funny, but I extended my brand. I extended my brand from being on Instagram, doing Walla Now. Now it's another type of extension that I have. So when I want people to, when they see Pretty V and they look at my name, I want them to look at it as like, she's raw, she's original, and, you know, she's, it's, it's, it's just organic. I got to go back to organic because that's in my bio. Like, mm -hmm. everything about me is organic, and everything about me is just fun. And I always got to put God in it because he's the forefront of everything that I do. Yes, tell him. Yeah, come on now. Do people you expect you to just be pretty all the time? Like, do they no. expect you to just be a pretty face and nothing else? Um, you know, people expect that, but that's not what that is because I could go on and give me a job with a big face hey. and say what they do because I'm rocking <laughs> with you and have my, my glasses on. I can't see now. I don't even know what Envy got on his shirt, but I'm just trying to be. <laughs> my glasses look like this, you know, like the one of the, the the legs is going this way, but it's, I mean, that's just. It's, it's a is. message you would love on his shirt. Yeah, my, I only see says my God. I know that for a fact. Yeah. But we gotta I can't come see. out with some glasses, some frames next. Yes, we gotta do that too. That so, might be cute. Yeah. Um, so. so what about the Zeus Network? You still have something? No, that was B. Simone's show. Okay. Yeah, but you were on there. Yeah, I was on there with her. Um, I think it was two episodes or three. We did something like that together. It, that was so funny. It was so dope. Like, yeah, that that was her um, her deal. She had Are you there. pitching shows too now? That's what we're doing. And, you know, going on some auditions. So you guys stay tuned. Just, let's just see that lane. See, you know, if it's for me, if it makes sense, let's do it. So. That's what we're doing. That's what the talk's about right now mm -hmm. in the emails. You know, I wanted to ask you about, because you used to run with the baby and Arnold Taylor. Yeah. When, you, when you see him getting situations like he got into <laughs> this weekend, how does it make you feel? Oh, wow. I was just talking about that. Um, You know what, what he rap about? That's what he do. So did you see the incident? I did. I see. You know, I don't comment on nothing. I just like, you know what? He grown. Mm -hmm. He know what he doing. So mm -hmm. it is what it is. I, I mean, I don't, you know, the situation... Again, I don't know what the, the person did. I don't know if it was like this mm -hmm. moment. It was like... I hit him. It hit him. It looked like it hit him in his head. Yeah. So, I mean, 
I'm knocking hoes out too. I'm just playing. What's <laughs> <laughs> wrong with you, V? <laughs> I'm just with saying, you. but I mean, again, that's he got to just do it. He, when it comes, he got to deal with it. Yeah, I don't think he knew it was a woman. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I, yeah, he probably yeah, knew it was. Yeah. I don't think he. I mean, he wouldn't do that. Yeah, I, mean, I don't think he would hit a girl. Yeah, no, on purpose. no, I don't think um, the baby would do that. But again, but you though, that was you, and a woman hit you. What are we talking about? <laughs> but no, seriously, if they did that to me, then it'd be like, if I knew it was a chick, definitely. Like, come on now, respect. But I don't think he knew it was a girl, so I, mean, I don't think he would do that to no female. Do but again, feel, do you feel like sometimes you want to weigh in on things, but you don't want to say the wrong thing? Exactly. Is- I see so much on Shade Room, and I'd be like wanting to comment. And I have my people's in the back, like, girl, don't say nothing, don't do nothing, don't. Mm, yeah, no, I don't. Because uh, it means I a lot like, more coming from you. Exactly. Like, I just like something, and I just call it a day. Other than that, I'm not doing all that. And, you know, be small in love with the baby right now. So if, if I see something with another chick, I can't even comment on it. That's who he needs to bring. <laughs> he needs to bring be Simone with him. So when he have problems with women, be Simone can handle it for him. No, facts. So just say something, and she, yeah. But be Simone not a fighter, though, so... Simone be like, uh-uh, I ain't doing that. Bring my Bible out. Well, we so happy and proud of you, man. Thank you. I'm so glad. We just, I, I want to make sure people go out there and support, man. The fact that you got your own headphones, we should definitely support. Yes. I see a lot of parents out there buying headphones out of Walmart and Target. You should support them. They're $14.99. Hey, they hey, look good. Look okay. You on the box, too, right? the box. Hey. All right, well, we appreciate you for joining us. Thank y'all. I love y'all so much. I appreciate love y'all. Pretty v. All right, well, let's get into this Pretty V joint. It's called Booty Squeeze. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. We back at it, hoes, with another one. Salute to our girl Pretty V, man. Shout out to Pretty v, man. Pretty v, Yeah. I love that young lady. She's got her uh, new line of products in City Trends right now. Mm-hmm. So go out there and support Pretty V. I love those young entrepreneurs like That's her. That's right. Headphones, uh, the boombox, speakers, speakers, makeup. Makeup, yes. Yeah, so go v. support Pretty V. She's doing her thing. Pretty V just getting started, by the way. Absolutely. I like to see people go from, you know, the social media, internet world to actually start growing and doing other things. She's Absolutely. She's wilding out. She's doing her thing. Yep, yep. Shout out to Pretty V. Mm-hmm. Now, yeah, we got rumors on the way? Uh, yes, let's talk about Lonnie Love. She's talking about her boyfriend, and she made him sign an NDA. So I want to see what y'all think about that. All right, we'll get into that next. Keep it locked. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Everybody, it's DJ NV, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the God. We are The Breakfast Club. Let's get to the rumors. Let's talk Corey Feldman. This is The Rumor Report with Angela Yee. Rumor has Well, Corey Feldman had premiered his documentary, My Truth, The Rape of Two Corys, uh, last night at a screening in L.A. And in that documentary, people have been talking about this a lot because he's actually naming names of the men who he says sexually assaulted him and his friend Corey Haim when they were child stars. Now, among the names that Corey Feldman named, he says that Corey Haim said actor Charlie Sheen had raped him while they were making the Steven Spielberg movie Lucas back in 1986. Now, Charlie Sheen has denied ever engaging in any improper behavior with Corey Haim, but according to Corey Feldman, he said this wasn't a one-time thing. He said in passing, it wasn't like, oh, by the way, this happened. He went into great detail. He said, uh, he told me, Charlie bent me over in between two trailers and put Crisco oil on my butt and raped me in broad daylight. Anybody could have walked by Anybody could have seen it. At that time, Corey Haim was 13 and Charlie Sheen was 19 when they worked together on Lucas. There's all kinds of allegations in this documentary. It was supposed to be a pay-per-view event online that started at 11 p.m. 
for $20 a ticket, but they said the stream had still not begun online 45 minutes later. There was all kinds of technical difficulties. So if you weren't at the screening, you wouldn't have a chance uh, to see this yet. But these are the allegations, and there are other people that are named in this documentary. And Corey Feldman's been saying that he was going to name names. That's horrible. How did he know it was Crisco oil? I don't know, but this is what Corey Hamm had saying. He was only 13. That's crazy. Allegedly at the time. All right, now Lonnie Love is talking on about getting non-disclosure agreements, NDA signed, and she said she actually made her boyfriend sign one. Here's what she had to say on The Real. If you know you coming up in the world and things are happening, because you notice how now all of a sudden, uh, like Jessica Simpson and all of them are writing these books, mm-hmm. and they're telling their everything. side of the story and everything, if you, possibly if they had an NDA, they couldn't do that. Because that can ruin your brand. Maybe before going into a serious relationship, you should consider an NDA. I have one. That, I made it's James It's not going to stand. You I, did. Yes. Wait, whoa, whoa, whoa. You yeah. made James sign one? Yeah. Because the NDA isn't for him. It's because of the people around him. I can see why she would uh, make her boyfriend sign an NDA. Because I don't trust white men either. But I'm going to tell you Yo, something else. Shut up, man. The show, you, man. The show is called The Real. Okay? And being that the show is called The Real, like Lonnie tells a lot of her life, on the show, so what could this guy possibly say about Lonnie that people don't know? But I get what she said. But, she said you know, there, recently him. there were some people that were, quote, former friends of Lonnie Love coming out and saying, oh, she said this about Tamar, she did this. Yeah. And so, but, but, it's, but it I guess so. she's been also burned by people that have been around her. Yeah, so. but she said that she made him sign it, and it's not him, it's because of the people around him. What, what, yeah, I mean, they well, can still talk. Exactly. Books. If the people around him not signing it, what's the point? They can still talk, but I mean, maybe they're intimate moments. Maybe she doesn't want that out there. But she said, "I know I, it's I, not I, for him. Said. It's for the people around him. Shouldn't you make the people around him sign the NDA?" Yeah, I don't know. I understand how that works, but I, I don't know. Maybe she feels like they'll pressure him to do something. Mm-hmm. And this is all on the wake of everything that was happening with um, Jessica Simpson and you know books coming out and da 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 da. They were discussing that. Okay. All right, now, Gil King has sat down with Oprah for Oprah's tour, 2020 Vision, Your Life in Focus, presented by Weight Watchers. And they had a conversation about one of the things that was brought up was the recent controversy with the Kobe Bryant, uh, where she interviewed Lisa Leslie, and they talked about Kobe Bryant. And she's asked if uh, Mart tarnished his legacy, the sexual assault case against him. Now, here's what Gil had to say about that Kobe in that interview about Kobe. I have moved on. Is there a scab? Yeah, but I have moved on. I put on my game face and my big girl pants because I never lost sight of who I was, what I believe I am, and my intention. I've never lost sight of that. But it certainly was It was a learning curve, and it was very painful. But, yeah, I, I think sometimes you have to go through that to, that makes you question things in life. Yeah, she discusses, you know, even if we don't agree, there's ways to approach things. Has she, she, has she apologized for Here's, what she said, or she doesn't feel like she... Here's more of what she said. I think we can disagree politically. We can disagree socially. But I just think humanity should prevail always. And I think we we still have to figure out a way to navigate that with each other, that we can disagree and you can be mad at me. Even you can be mad at me. But you can't speak to me. I love the, the way that I was spoken to and I threatened. Love, I love that you said that through it all, you never questioned who you were. But this is why we got to be careful with cancel culture and outrage culture because we tend to cannibalize each other and it's a circular firing squad. So, you know, you can't, you know, a lot of times when you, you know, you jump out the window and you say something, that's what happens. Anybody can get it. We've seen that. Yes. Everybody gets it. But yeah, she's talking about just even if we disagree and can't stand each other, you shouldn't be threatening people, calling them 
uh, out their name and all of It'll that. It'll never be that way on social media, sadly. It may be that way in your intimate circle or when you're face-to-face having real conversations with people. But on social media, you'll never get that luxury. All right. Well, I'm Angela Yee, and that is your rumor report. All right. Thank you, Miss Yee. Charlemagne. Yes, who indeed. You, who you giving that donkey to? You know, uh, it's a New, New Mexico woman named Serena Henry, uh, and she tried to trick police by giving a fake alias. Mm-hmm. And we'll talk about it for after the hour because you won't believe what she told police. Okay. You won't believe who she told police she is. Okay. All right. We'll get to that next. Keep it locked. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ MV Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. We got a special guest in the building. Yes, indeed. Ari Melba. What's happening? Welcome Ari. back. What's up, my brother? Great to be back. You exhausted yet? Not yet. I okay. feel good. How do you feel? Um, I feel good, but I know by November, I think we'll all be ready for this to be Done, but then it's not done because either we get another term of Trump or a brand new president. So I don't know. I don't what, do you, what do you think? You know what's going on with with Biden and everything that's going on. What are your predictions? Uh, Biden is the guy that for a long time you weren't swiping right. You were looking, <laughs> looking at every other option. This looks better. What about the new thing? What about right. the other thing? And I think it's a reminder that. Politics is like life and culture, and sometimes people do come home to the the familiar. Mm-hmm. But is the familiar the Good. best thing to go forward? No. That's that's a big question. So it's now not- it's between Biden and Sanders, right? And what we're trying to figure out is it seems like, and I saw you were talking to voters that were in Harlem, mm-hmm. and you were having a discussion about why people are so supportive of Biden right now, and why are people you know, voting how they're voting or who do they want to support. So what are your thoughts? Do you think that Sanders could possibly beat Trump or you think that we're better off looking at Biden? I think it's really funny that people treat Joe Biden like he would be the more electable. I think he's the more familiar. Mm -hmm. And there is Barack Obama associations, Mm -hmm. uh, but there's no transitive property in politics, you know what I mean? Word. Just because you worked with Barack as his VP doesn't mean that you are Barack Obama. And if we're going to have real talk, and this is the Breakfast Club, right? He was not put on on Barack Obama's ticket because of his civil rights record no. or economic <laughs> populism. Say it, Ari. I, well, I'm not even. I'm not trying to be negative. I'm he, just saying that's not what happened. Mm-hmm. What happened was Barack Obama broke through beat the person that was expected to be the nominee that year, along with a lot of other people, Hillary Clinton and and Joe Biden and Chris Dodd and other people that year, older, more well-known senators and such. And then Joe Biden was the establishment figure that was supposed to calm things down. Right. And it speaks to Barack Obama's shrewdness as both a transformative leader who also understands how to get people there. How do I win? That he said, I need a, the Joe Biden and, then he, and the Hillary Clinton. They were, remember mm-hmm. how tight the primary was? There were people who didn't like that either, and Barack mm-hmm. Obama said no. But it wasn't because of that. In fact, uh, an interesting data point about Joe Biden is South Carolina is the first time he ever won a state after running for president three different in times in three different years. Yeah. yeah. So that's wild. Having said that, Again, you, t- you mentioned the voters. We, in- we interviewed the voters. We hear a lot of people who are excited about various candidates, including Bernie Sanders. But something happened on the way. Mm-hmm. Something happened where part of the Democratic Party grassroots, including a lot of African-American voters in a lot of different states, Older said... the black voters in the South. Said, well, you know the South? Yeah. Wait a minute. We're not sure that we are ready for Bernie Sanders. Whether that means ready, can he beat Trump, or just ready... Do you want to pay that tax? Do you think do it you, was fair? Do, do you, you want to pay that tax? I know you're successful. Um, I don't have a problem paying the tax if mm. it helps my community. I'll be honest with you. I mean, I think a lot of people felt who can beat Trump. 
You know, I feel like mm. feel like Joe Biden has a better chance of beating <laughs> Trump than Bernie does. Why do they think that though? But for, for all the reasons you just said, he did he, up until South Carolina, he didn't even beat Bernie in the primary. And that's the first time he ever won a primary state. So why in, in any of the times he's ran, so why would you think he could beat Trump? I don't know why people like why do that. people think Joe Biden is the most electable? I think those are good questions. And I saw you chopping up with Angela Rye about them. Mm-hmm. And I saw you guys were enjoying each other. Just kidding. That's There's my sister. Do you think that, um, <laughs> no, that's my sister. You think it hurts that Barack Obama... We have a podcast o- called Sibling Rivalry. Creative tension. Yes. You think that it hurts that Barack Obama still hasn't come forward and supported Joe Biden and endorsed him? I mean, I think that's fascinating. On the one hand, this is the presidency. you got to go earn it yourself. Correct. On the other hand, Joe Biden got everywhere because of Barack Obama... When there were many candidates early, I see it, but Barack Obama laying in the cut when it's just basically Joe Biden, his running mate, Democrat, versus someone who, by his own estimation, and some people like this about Sanders, some people don't, but by his own estimation, against someone who's not even in the party, mm-hmm. at a certain point, you got to be like, yeah. you want to help a guy out, and you don't have to endorse. Barack Obama, as we all know, could come and do one interview, one radio show, one appearance, and just say it out loud things he said before that are right. positive about Joe Biden. I do think he's being very careful, and you have to remember the Democrats have had their problems before and they had a lot of problems with the perception of fairness and even playing field last time. Mm-hmm. So I think Obama's also sensitive to that. Are you really going to help your guy out if it looks like a thumb on the scale? Now, let me ask you a question. With, with the coronavirus that people are so scared about, how does that affect what's going on as far as with the Democrats with Biden and, and even Trump? I think it's a reminder that all the predictions are limited because a prediction is just a forward-looking statement based on things mostly staying the same. Mm-hmm. So people say turnout will be this or Trump is likely to win or lose based on that and then you remember we live more so than ever in a very dynamic complex universe now and the world's more interconnected and sometimes you hear that and you say what does that even mean? Okay, yada yada, we can all talk to each other, communication, culture, internet. And then other times you're like, "Oh, right. The world's really interconnected." So a s- seemingly potentially small health problem over here can or cannot but might become a global pandemic, right? And if that affects people's sense of their faith in government or their interest in a quote-unquote disruptor who's so disruptive, he doesn't even hire people for government jobs. He's so... The, Donald Trump's so disruptive, he just doesn't do a lot of the work of being a president. And everyone can make up their own minds about when that works. And there are people who say, oh, government should be smaller. And then during these kind of crises, if especially if it gets worse, we'll see... People tend to go, wait a minute, I need government. Oh, right, a corporation's not going to necessarily make the best call about when to ground the planes or who to tell to stay out or how we keep safe and how we get informed. And if it rattles the markets, yeah, I think I think Donald Trump has a good path to re-election and a good economy. He's probably going to win. And, and maybe not in a bad economy. Why do you say that? I think that you're going to be dealing with Russian interference. I think you're going to be dealing with voter suppression. I think you're going to be dealing with voter depression, which to me is the biggest issue. Nobody on the other side is really that inspiring enough to make somebody get up and say, you know what, I'm going to vote for this person. That's why I think Joe Biden would be smart to announce his running mate and announce some of the people he might put in his cabinet. Because I think what's around you is what's going to determine, you know, whether or not people get up to go vote for it. Do you think that gives people other reasons to vote? Meaning, yeah. oh, I, I'm excited about whether it's a Stacey Abrams. Senator Harris. Or Harris or Warren and Sanders playing an economic role. I mean, Absolutely. younger people are thinking about student debt. They're thinking about the job market. And Joe Biden just has never been about all of that. I mean, that, that would be interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's why when people, I, I give Joe Biden so much hell for not having a black agenda simply because black people have saved his goddamn life. Let's be clear. Whether it was him being vice president for Barack Obama, Jim Clyburn endorsing him in South Carolina, all the old voters that voted for him on Super Tuesday, 
he'd be nothing without black people. Well, there's an old saying, Jesus saved Kanye, but uh, Jim Clyburn saved <laughs> Joe Biden. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we got more with Ari Melba. When we come back, it's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. We're still kicking it with Ari Melba. Yee. I want to ask you this about Bernie Sanders supporters, right? Because a lot of people have issues with uh, how aggressive Bernie Sanders supporters are and how they're like, it's either Bernie or nothing. Do you think that he needs to get that together? I think it's a mix. Uh, are you responsible for everyone who follows you on the gram and shouts you out and then starts beefing with people on your behalf and then goes farther than you want? And how much time and energy do you give to, to handling that? Political campaigns are complex, and the bigger they get, the more you get a whole mix of people. I do think when you talk about a leader, you want the leader to set the tone and also hold people responsible. Uh, there may have been a time earlier where I think Sanders may have come up short on that and mm -hmm. should definitely be called on the carpet about that. I think recently, as it got more attention, and frankly, props to Elizabeth Warren and other people for going out of their way to say, no, I'm calling this out. And she was very effective. She didn't win any primary states, so eventually that narrowed her path, but she was effective in other ways. I think Bernie Sanders at the debate and in other high-impact forums said, no, you know, I'm calling on people to be civil and trying to address that. I think more broadly we have to understand, you know, we get so blinkered and narrowed by the personalities, and we live in a culture, as, as you all know very well, where we're basically constantly agitated to focus on the personality, mm -hmm. and the, the culture and the the mediums we have are richer and, and, and more colorful than ever. So we see the personality. And Trump has exploited that and hacked that. But if you take a step back, mm -hmm. what has happened to that I see in the last two consecutive cycles is more people in both parties have been looking for disruptors who aren't even in the party. So they said it was going to hurt Trump, that he's from New York. You guys know Trump from mm -hmm. before. He's not a real evangelical Republican. Come on. He's not even a politician. Um, yeah, but but he but the Republican Party looked at all of their options, the Jeb Bushes and Rubios, and this new person, and they went for him, and that's its own thing. And I'm not saying there's any equivalence to Sanders. They're, I think they have totally different agendas. But then look at Bernie Sanders got about forty plus percent last time, and is running second to the guy we just mentioned, Joe Biden. And he's not even in the party. Mm -hmm. So if you take it together, you go two cycles in a row. The vast majority of voting people say. I'm not about these parties. I'm not about these institutions. They are failing. They fail over and over. And so where does this go back to your question? I think it goes to the fact that people voting for a Sanders aren't necessarily feeling that they automatically owe anyone their vote after that. Mm -hmm. that's right? right? So it's the party's got to prove it to them. That's right. And that's 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 my whole thing. Like what that's why younger voters aren't coming out cuz I don't think younger voters care about personality. I think they care about policies. I think they care about ideas, you know what I mean? I think they're voting their their interests and what are they providing? What are the Democrats providing? on that side. Yeah, and I mean and isn't that crazy when you look at Bernie Sanders being very old and having the best support among young people, right? Mm -hmm. Or earlier back in the day, John Stewart had a huge following among young people for being kind of a funny truth teller, but he was a lot older. So I don't you know, people talk about identity politics or whatever. It doesn't necessarily mean that you're only supporting nope. the person that actually literally reflects but you. But my fear is if if they don't if the younger people don't feel like the candidate is speaking to them, do they just not come out? Because that's what we've seen, right? That a lot of younger candidates weren't coming out. They I mean, they didn't come out Tuesday. This right. past Tuesday. Yeah, I think primaries are hard, too, because mm -hmm. it's too many choices. Right. And so people at a certain point go, I don't know, come back to me when it's simpler or when I know who the person is, and I'll make a judgment over whether I think they're a leader. Right. Um, look, the other thing about Trump that, I, that is important to remember, if you want to talk about what we know, empirical facts, not predictions, 
the turnout in the election after Trump, these midterms, was higher than any turnout in a midterm election since women got the right to vote, Mm -hmm. which is to say, since we've allowed everyone to vote, with some exceptions we could talk about and some restrictions, and, and you mentioned voter suppression, but that's literally the highest midterm turnout ever. So if it continues like that, and Charlemagne raises the questions why maybe it won't, depending on who's inspired. But if it continues like that, that could be a total wave. Mm-hmm. If people stay home, then you're back. You're back where you were. Do you uh, do you see a spike in your ratings when you have these rappers on? Because you be having some like you be having rappers that are like wow I can't believe they on MSNBC. <laughs> when you say spike, I mean we the type of data we get, which I don't even look at the next day. Mm-hmm. I wait till I get off the set, so I don't try to think about it too much. But what we get are macro waves. So if you do something really crazy and it cra- craters or crashes you'll see that and, it, and other times you see things go up but I don't have like a, like we had Yo Gotti on recently it's mm-hmm. not like I have like a little calculator where it I says like Yo Gotti went 3% up or down I don't mm-hmm. know if radio is different yes that we can see you can see every little yeah, thing. Yeah, it's yeah, a yeah. line. You can, see, you can yeah. see when things go up and things go down. Sorry, they, they, they don't like, like you, they just keep going down. And we just got to say, <laughs> thank, <laughs> you, thank you, Ari. We call that zero meter money. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so, but I, you know, I think that uh, the craziest thing for me with that is, like, when I was in South Carolina, um, an elderly white gentleman came up to me and was very honest and said, you know, I watch your show. I appreciate the news, the law. I think you're fair. Great. That's nice. Thank you. And then he's like, but I got to tell you, he's like, I was closed minded. He said for the longest time, he said he thought of rap music as something that didn't have value or intelligence. He thought it was noise. And he goes, watching your show when you started doing it and having people on, I, I didn't get it. I just put up mm-hmm. with it. He goes, and now I realize, he said this, he says, now I realize rap's like country and it's all about how you're living and how the world works and the story, right? And that mm-hmm. might be very obvious, right? But our job, my job is not to judge anyone, really, mm-hmm. um, for the most part. It's like, okay, that's interesting. And he feels the need to say he felt opened up by the show. And so I think having, to, to me, it's not just having the rappers on, but it's having them on along with a lot of other people and cultural leaders in serious segments in in exchange with other people. So how do you sell Uncle Murder to your producers? When you when Ari goes in the room, he says, I want to have Uncle Murder on my show. How do you sell that one? I say it could be worse. It could be Uncle Double Murder. Plus he has a year-end wrap-up, but that's a great way to discuss all the big topics that happen throughout the year, kind of at the... The wrap-up is yeah. incredible. I will tell you, so Uncle Murder somewhere, that's, that's not... That's not like gateway hip hop. That's deep in there. Yeah, who does the prep work when when you have Uncle Murder on? <laughs> well, we have great on the beat. We have great producers, um, but that's that's trying to help people understand where does this fit in. This is a conversation. And by the way, I mean this goes back to who sets the rules, right? And who is allowed to violate the rules? We just talked about Donald Trump. Mm-hmm and vulgarity, among other things, that the right wing has suddenly decided to put up with, but used to be, I mean, C. Dolores Tucker and Bill O'Reilly used to be lecturing Pac (laughs) about this stuff. C. Dolores Tucker was right, though, but continue. Go on. Everything she said back then was absolutely right. The music was degrading, it was misogynistic, it was sexist, and you know what we told her back then? Shut up, bitch. That's exactly what Pac said. But then fast forward 30, 40 years later, Snoop's on Red Table Talk, being chastised for his language. I think you make a strong point. I'm not sure if he said that or anyone said that that's wrong, but, uh, I mean... Oh, you don't remember that? Tupac, C. Dolores Tucker, you a bitch to me. He said that, but he also said, C. Dolores Tucker, you a swear word that rhymes with it, and you're not trying to help a brother. I don't remember. 
<laughs> well, I mean, but and also I think it depends where the conversation is yeah. coming from. By by which I mean, are you trying to engage something honestly, mm-hmm. or are you using it to politic on it? And my point being, there were certainly other voices on the right that said we can't stand any vulgarity if it comes out of this culture. Yeah, and we're going to criticize that. And then all of a sudden, Donald Trump comes up and it's it's all cosigned and it's. Fine. I think one is about freedom of speech, right? Like one is saying no, we want to silence people. The other is saying no, your lyrics are actually bad and destructive. Like, I think that's what C. Dolores Tucker was saying. Right, and I and I, I hear that, and we have to listen to that. I also think it just depends on the context, meaning if Eric Clapton does I Shot the Sheriff, mm-hmm. and everyone goes, oh, that's an interesting parable. And then a different artist who looks different talks about killing law enforcement, and right. everyone takes it very seriously. Like right. if Guns N' Roses is saying that, then it's okay, but right. we're just targeting hip-hop. Right, so I mean, this brings us back to the Uncle Murda or Uncle Double Murda question, <laughs> which is, I have to put it in a con- I have to prove and put it in a context that I- that if parts of this are objectionable, how are they to be understood, uh, and how does that relate? And if parts of it are so objectionable they shouldn't be on the air on the news, we do make those judgments mm-hmm. sometimes. Mm-hmm. But I would argue that a lot of this has been narrowed in ways that when you really unpack it, aren't very fair. So we just want to be fair about it. I Ari, we appreciate you for joining us. Don't move. Rumors on the way. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. It's DJ MV Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Let's get to the rumors. Let's talk Boosie. It's about time. What's going on? Rumor report. Rumor report. This is the Rumor Report. Talk to him. With Angela Yee on the Breakfast Club. Well, I'm sure we all know by now that Boosie wants to get with Rihanna. If you mm-hmm. recall, this trailer leaked out from his show where he talks about his obsession. My kids, I think they're trying to find me a woman. You know who I want. The whole world knew who I want. She want me too. It's just a matter of time. Rihanna knew you know you want me. It's all this black chocolate. Look at these toes. Rihanna, you can see me anytime. I will flash your motherfucking ass. Rihanna, you need to come see my daddy. Yeah, he needs somebody in his life. You would like Rihanna for a stepmama. I would. (laughs) (laughs) Well, uh, he was very shocked when he found out that Rihanna is into somebody else. I heard Rihanna off the market right now. (laughs) And they say she messing with ASAP Rocket, man. I'm going to bag off. I'm going to bag off because I I rock with ASAP Rock. That's my dog. That's my little dog. I'm going to catch. I take care of my kids. I'm a lovable person, and I'm on my sh- I ain't hating no, I ain't, I ain't gonna hate on you with no other, with no bang asking all these damn questions. I am a good catch, Rihanna. There you go, Boosie. Yeah, he said he got those island moves just like her. There so. you go. <laughs> and speaking of Rihanna, she's got a lot going on right now, and she just has unveiled the Fenty Beauty TikTok house in L.A. We are standing in the official first Fenty Beauty TikTok home. But I just wanted to create a platform for the next wave of content creators. And I, I can't do it alone. So to join in with the people who are influencing the world on my community and my generation, this is like a hub. So what is the TikTok home? Is it a place where people can go to do what? Create content. There's beauty stations. There's video ready, natural light. They have a makeup pantry that's already stocked. So you can do all kinds of beauty-focused content with Fenty Beauty spotlighting all of the creatives. So how do people get there? Do they have to fill out an application? Do they just wait online? Do they have to pay? Do we know? I'm pretty sure. I don't think you could just walk in. Mm -hmm. But I guess you can probably schedule time to go and set up your station and everything. Okay. So they had uh, TikTok influencers amongst the people there. 
And yeah, TikTok is doing it, boy. Absolutely. Let me tell you, they are getting it. It just came. I feel like everything just comes out of nowhere. Remember when Vine was so big? Mm-hmm. My, and then it, my six-year-old loves TikTok, and she's she does like all these cute little videos, right? But she doesn't know that I don't allow her to post it, so it's not posting. So she thinks she's posting it, but it's really just just in the video. Just, the just she's just doing the videos in the camera, and it's and it's saving. And she was like, "Dad, how's this one?" I'm like, "It's great, it's amazing," but she doesn't Posted. know it's not posting. <laughs> she should be in school right now. She's not listening. She but knows yeah. now. <laughs> yeah, she knows now. But yeah, nah, the kids she... at school are like, "Wow." Mm. <laughs> all right, and Tammy Roman, she's going to be hosting a new show on VH1, exposing cheaters. So it's called Unfaithful Tentatively Now, and that's what the plot is. I guess it's kind of like the show Cheaters. Cheaters, yeah. In a way. I think that'd be good. I think Tammy's dope at hosting. I think that'd be a great show. Oh, my gosh. Interesting. You know, Cheaters wasn't even real, I don't think. Well, it wasn't? Remember when they stabbed the host, <laughs> Joey Greco, and he was on the boat, and he turned gray? You remember no, that? I don't. I Look thought Cheaters up. was real. Look up when he got stabbed on the boat. That wasn't real? I don't know. I don't know if it will. As a Nobody's going to take a th- knife. I don't want to throw that out for there. For a fake show. Like, come but, on now. There's a lot I'll do for this this breakfast club, but I ain't, you ain't going to stab me. <laughs> Look at Joey Greco. <laughs> right. You got to see it. Was it Joey Greco that got stabbed? Yeah. yeah. It was? Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. And Joey Badass, congratulations to him. He has joined the cast of the Power spinoff, Raising Canaan. So congratulations. He's been doing pretty great things in acting. He has. Yep. Mm-hmm. He, he was the on the Wu-Tang. What else did he do? He did uh, something else, I thought. Uh, well, that's what I really know him from. Mm-hmm. So he's a series regular now, and okay. he'll portray the character Unique. They said he's one of the biggest drug kingpins in Jamaica, Queens, and rival to fellow kingpin Rock. Okay. So should be interesting. All right, I'm Angela Yee, and that is your Rumor Report. All right, thank you, Miss Yee, and happy birthday to Timberland. Today is Timberland's birthday. Mm. So uh, I just wanted to get some Timberland-produced joints in the mix this morning. I'm going to start the mix off with that, and shout out to Revolt. We'll see you guys tomorrow. And let me say a happy belated birthday. Yesterday was Ajua's birthday. Ajua Styles. Styles, yes. yes. Happy belated birthday, Ajua. Mm-hmm. All, right. All right, well, let's get to the mix. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Good morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Now, uh, Yee, is Women's History Month. Who are we repping today? Yes, and today we want to shout out four-year-old Ariana. Now, she went viral after a video was posted by her hairdresser, Shabria, who was telling her that she was beautiful because four-year-old Ariana, for some reason, thought that she was ugly. Well, fortunately, she did have Shabria there, and Shabria did let Ariana know that she is black and beautiful. Here's what she said. Who won the world, girls? It's Women's History Month, and we're celebrating the most influential women in history. Check out this phenomenal woman. So ugly. <gasps> Don't say that. Don't say that. Don't say that. You are so pretty. You, when you look at yourself, you supposed to say, I'm so pretty. You are so pretty. Do you hear me? You got the prettiest little dimples. No, you're not going to cry. You are a beautiful little girl, and you are pretty. You are the prettiest girl in your class. Boom. Tell them straight up. When you go to school tomorrow, you got your hair done. You're going to be like, oh, look at my hair. Oh, look at my shoes. Look at my clothes, baby girl. You are beautiful. Black is beautiful. And if don't nobody ever tell you, I will tell you, you are gorgeous. You are so pretty. And you're going to grow up and you're going to be everything that you can be. You got to be happy all the time because you're a little kid. you only four. And you should not know nothing about being ugly because you are so beautiful. And that was another phenomenal woman in history. So now we have to know that our young black and brown girls are beautiful as well, no matter what society has tried to ingrain in us. And I just want to shout out for Women's History Month, 
all of the beautiful young girls out here in this world and all of the women who uplift those beautiful young girls. All right. Salute to all my young, beautiful black queens. All right. When we come back, positive note, don't move. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Hey everybody, it's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Now, shout out to Pretty V for joining us this morning. Salute to the queen, Pretty V, man. Make sure you go support her line of products and city trends. That's right. Her face is on the box and stuff, so you'll know what it is when you go in there. Headphones and all that. Yep. And also, shout out to Ari Melba for joining us. Salute to my guy, Ari Melba, The Beat. Mm-hmm. The Beat with Ari. The Beat with Ari, right? I believe. The beat with Ari Melba. Yeah, yeah, the beat with Ari Melba. Suit to Ari, man. Yep, and also shout to everybody that's heading out to Miami on the 22nd of March. You know I'm doing my real estate seminar out there. Shout to our sister station, 103.5 The Beat, uh, DJ33. We're just trying to teach the community about real estate. Um, I know right now it's kind of crazy with the coronavirus, but in real estate, I mean... The interest rates have dropped the lowest it possibly has been in years. So if you want to refinance now, this is the time. Um, but we'll explain more at our seminar in Miami on the 22nd. On the 22nd. Just click the link in my bio for more information. We're also heading to Houston, Chicago, and right back here to Jersey. So for more information, like I said, just click the link in my bio. Now, you got a positive note? Yes, I do. Uh, I would like for everybody out there to know that success is not measured in the amount of dollars you make, but the amount of lives you impact. Breakfast club, bitches! Y'all finished or y'all done?